This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. We'll get into the baseball stuff, the Hall of Fame stuff. My issue with them is not necessarily uh, just the results this year, although that's always fun to pick apart, but also the process uh, and and thought process and voting by some of the writers. So we'll do that in a little bit, BT. But sticking with the Knicks here was the main topic, not only because of their win last night, because really beating the Nets, I mean, you should. And they almost lost that game, but a big fourth quarter helped the Knicks beat the Nets as they have owned them the last four meetings, which is nice uh, to see. Order has been restored, but more so looking ahead because the Knicks have a chance. They have a shot this year. Mm -hmm. Can Randall be the second best player on a championship team? I think he can be. I I I know we both like Randall, but I think he's going to prove this postseason, do something that he hasn't done the last couple of times been in the postseason here, and be what he's been in the regular season. And I do think he could take the Knicks to another level and be the second-best player on a championship team. Dude, I'd love to see it. I mean, as as much as I question that, and I do, you know, a couple more years like this, he's going to have his number retired. Julius Randle's doing some really good things here. What worries me, you'll appreciate this not – not literally appreciate it, but you'll you'll appreciate the reference and be intimate for you. Painful, but intimate. So you know how you have uh, closers over the years with the Mets? Mm-hmm. You just don't trust right. when it gets to that spot. Yeah, almost Armando every one Benitez. of them. Well, outside of Franco and a few others, you know, Armando Benitez. Really, outside of Mariano, what closer does anybody trust in a big spot? Well, I mean... Think about it. I Back, and maybe I'm misremembering blown saves, I feel like Bruce Souter was very reliable. Well, I, I mean, think Lee going, Smith yeah. within his prime was reliable. Uh, I'm not a big Hoffman guy, Trevor Hoffman, and you and I hit that the other day. The point being, you can you can accrue these really good stats, you know, 30 saves, and you, you, know, you get some wins, and then it's guys on base, ninth inning, big game on the road. It's like, yeah, I just, I'm worried about this mm-hmm. guy, that just the way his heart's beating. That's how I feel with Randall. You don't trust him. I don't trust him late. I don't. Now, he's got to prove. I, I understand. Just he's done in the regular season. He's got to do it in the postseason. He hasn't done it. I was shocked that they didn't do it against Atlanta a few years ago. Uh, last year, disappointing. And last year, even more frustrating. Like, oh, come on. I, I was taking my wife to some of these games. She got a Randall jersey. Uh, truth be told, they were out of Brunson's, I think, at that time in her size. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, Randall, number two. Yeah, that, number two hey, option. you know what? Good thing we got that instead of R.J. Barrett. Oh, true. A- anyway, so, when, true. When, like, I love Randall, the player. I love his heart. I love his determination. Me too. Passion. 
I but. Really, I think no. Oh. I, I think he's gonna. He's but he's got to prove it. Now I think he will. That's where we have a difference here. I think he's gonna be the be, at his best this postseason. And if he is, it could get the Knicks over the hump. Anthony's in Syosset. What's up, Ant? So I think you guys just nailed it now with the comparison to the closers. And and Sal, here's why I agree with BT on this Randall thing and not you. No one's arguing what this guy has done in the regular season since he's come here. Okay. But there's a you guys are talking championship now. There's a certain element to these players where they turn it up in the playoffs and in the pressure spots in order to turn from a second-round team, which the Knicks are now, to a championship-level team, which they cannot be with Randall as the number two. And I'm not even saying you need to get a number two in here. You, you need a guy that's basically going to make Randall a, a 2B, not even a 3. Because as they're constructed now, they're a second-round team. And, and maybe, you know, depending on injuries to the other teams in the East, maybe they can get you to a conference final, Sal. But I don't think they're a championship level. As a matter of fact, I know they're not a championship level team until they get that player that pushes Randall slightly back because this stuff that he does in the regular season based on what we've seen whether it was Miami last year or, or, or at times Atlanta two years ago he does not have that switch that turns on the way a Brunson does yep. and the way that these other teams in the east Boston be it Milwaukee be it Philly have multiple players that can and and, so and, Anthony, why, and by the way you you laid out well, but here's something else, and thanks for the call, man. The the NBA, they don't play defense during the regular season. Right, it's turned up in the postseason. When do they play defense? In the postseason and in a tight game, you know, five, six minutes to go, fourth quarter, even during the regular season, you start locking in a little bit. These guys don't play with, I mean, generally the entire NBA. They don't play with integrity night to night. Right. They get back on fast breaks. They're not fighting through screens. I mean, you know how many times I see a guy go oh, under a screen when he should go to oh, I'm like, what do you do? It's the most basic thing. It's why, it's why honestly, it's why it's tough to watch. Well, the but regular yes, season but, basketball. I, I, I mean, I still watch it, but I, I hear you. But that's not even to complain about the general state of the NBA. That's a different show, and that's mm. an accurate statement. We all have beefs with it right now. Right, but I'm just saying why. To play. Uh, it is but Randall com- looks better. My point is Randall looks better now during the regular season because so many nights is almost an aversion by the other team to play hard and to play with, with purpose. Mm-hmm. And now you get, oh, they're Spolstra's team. <laughs> All right. Not only are they going to play their asses off because of Pat Riley and Spolstra, but they are incredibly set up with schematics. So it's just things change when, um, you know, things just change in the playoffs. And he has not shown that adaptability. I think He's that's, too sloppy I for me. I think that's me. 100% the case against Atlanta, that Knicks team took advantage of other teams not working as hard night in, night out. They did outwork them, which is why they were able to get the four seed. Yes. Then in the postseason where everything got tightened up and turned up a notch, the Knicks were exposed for their limited talent. 100%. But this is a totally different team right now. And I agree with you. But is it a totally different Randall? Well, I know it's a totally well, different team. Well, I agree with you that Randall needs to prove it. I think where we disagree is that I believe he's going to thrive in the postseason, but he hasn't. Like, I can't say that he has yep. based off of what he's done because he hasn't. Now, I could give you reasons why I believe he hasn't, as we have with the Atlanta series, and even last year, I think it was more because of the injury. And I know Randall's not the cleanest player as far as the turnovers go, and I do feel and see what you're saying as far as the... It, it's too fast for him. Mm-hmm. The the hard, He tries too hard in the big moment 
to be the guy, and that forces the issue where you want the slow heartbeat, yes. not the rapid heartbeat. Yes. But I believe because the pieces around him, I mean, we're, if we see it, you don't think Tibbs sees that? Uh, I'm sure he does. Okay, so you don't think they're coaching that to him? Like, bro, well, time out. Just relax. I, okay. Trust yourself. Now we're on to something good here. I do believe that they recognize it. I do believe that they have tried to tap into a different heartbeat to stay with that uh, term before. But, you know, you can fundamentally change a lot of things in sports. You can become a harder worker. You can retweak your mechanics, shooting, golf, as swing, As he's done as far grip. as the harder worker. No, stuff, yeah. oh, he busts his right. ass. I mean, he's always in great shape. Uh, he's yoked. He runs all night. He plays 40 minutes a night. Basically, he, he posts every night. No issues. You can, The things that you can work on, he has done. And he has gotten better. And he's an all-NBA player. The comfort level when things become uncomfortable, I don't know how you work on that. Except to be in the situation more and more and well, more. right. Okay, but every time he's there, he doesn't and, play well. Well, but this is now going to be the third time, right. and it's with the best team around him. Hey, look, if he doesn't do it this year, then I'll be in agreement with you saying, you know what, I was wrong. He didn't get the job done. He's got to prove it this year because this is going to be the first time he's really set up for no excuses and set up for ultimate success. Go be the same player that you've been in the regular season in the playoffs. Mark is in Tom's River. What's up, Mark? Hello, gentlemen. Yeah, hello. Nice to talk to you. You guys are my favorite show. Well, thank you. I was so glad to turn you guys on and hear you guys talking about the Knicks. I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Put the Alonzo stuff on pause for a day. Yeah, all right. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Let's go. I'm, uh, calling is about the Randall situation. I love Julius Randall. I agree with you guys, but I agree with BT also. He scares the hell out of me down the stretch. He's a turnover or a bad shot away and too much iso ball. I'd like to see him involve his teammates more. Well, here's the thing. That's not going to happen in the postseason. The ball will be in Brunson's hand. It's not going to be iso ball with Julius Randle. Thank you for the call, Mark. We appreciate your support. It's going to be Jalen Brunson. And by the way, like I said last year, Brunson was not that good in the postseason against Miami. The Knicks needed more from him. They need more from him. I mean, the Knicks last year in the postseason weren't even really that good, and they still won a round and still could have won yes, they could. a second round. Like, yeah. they should have been they an Eastern have. Conference final team last year. Uh-huh. They blew that series against Miami. Think about it. Quickly didn't do anything. Randall didn't do anything. And Brunson wasn't as good as his top star level yep. as himself. He wasn't playing at his peak performance. Mm-hmm. And... Think about how far they even got with that being the case. Now, RJ did exceed all expectations, and that's what helped them get to that level. He's not going to be a part of it this year, but they're different. They're a better team right now. They need Brunson to be a number one. They can win if he does. If Brunson maxes out and plays his best game, they will go far with the other pieces around him. Not if Randall doesn't change, they won't. They're not beating the Heat if Randall shoots 31% and he averages four turnovers a night. They're not beating the Bucks. They're not beating the Celtics. And they're not beating the Sixers if Randall does not. Oh, come on. They're just not. The, the, the semi-Sixers. I also think we're overrating some of these teams in the Eastern Conference. Well, I mean, every team I mentioned is higher Milwaukee than just them. fired their head coach. How about that? Like, come hey, on, Hey, can dude. you bring back Mark Jackson now, ESPN? Yeah, yeah really. Think, <laughs> think about it. You're yeah, let's 30... fire the best, maybe the best of all time. The guy, he's going to coach halfway through the season. You're... Good move. People. Uh, yeah, and by the way, how's Doc been in his recent stops over Doc's the years? Doc's a choke as... artist, man. I, I love Doc, and I always liked him as a coach, but come on, dude. Every, he's, overrated many, coach. 
coach. How, well, how many times are we going to go through this with Doc being recycled with different teams to get them over the hump and not getting them over? Yeah. So, I mean, you you really that worried about Milwaukee? I'm not worried about the 76ers at all, to be honest well, with you. Well, I am worried about Milwaukee's talent. Yeah. I mean, they got one of the three, four best players in the world. Dude, they got a seven-footer they they seven who shoot, shoots threes. They've okay. got... You know, a guy who's basically one of the best scorers, clutch guys of, of this generation, the and they got an all-star in Middleton. And how they do last year in the postseason? They didn't have Dame last year. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. Still, I mean, I Milwaukee, know, they, they, saw all, they saw the other pieces around there. Right. Like, Milwaukee disappointed. I know they've won a championship. I understand that. And I understand they're more talented than the Knicks. It doesn't always play out that way. So, I'm not worried about the Sixers because they can't get past the semifinals. The semi-Sixers. That's why we call them that. Now, they're talented, and one day they'll break through. Maybe. But until then, I could say the same thing about the semi-Sixers as you could say about Julius Randle in the postseason. Yeah, but... They I, haven't done it. But those, true. But those teams, and I'm not a big... I'm not, I'm not really bullish on Philly... But I'm reacting to your premise. You said if Randall plays well, I agree. Those teams are not beyond reproach. They mm-hmm. can beat the Bucks. I think they can even beat the Celtics right. well, if Celtics they get a little break here and there. Heat are scary, but they're not. Uh, they could have beat the Heat last yeah, that's year. What I'm saying. So uh, they have a chance. They have no chance if Randall is the same Randall in the playoffs. They will not win anything big with it. If, if that's the case, they just won't. Matt is calling from Long Island. What's up, Matt? Maddie? What's up, fellas? How we doing? How are you, Matt? Um, hey, bud. <clears throat> Good, good. BT, listen, man. I, I, I love you for the Yankees, the Jets, the Knicks. I'm, I'm always agreeing with you. I got you. Before, yeah, when, I heard you, <laughs> before <laughs> when I heard you talk about the Knicks, like, like who I hate when people say, oh, yeah, but look who they played. Like, the, the Knicks have become a good team because they're beating the teams that they played. So, like, yes, if the Knicks were losing to those teams, they would not be a good team. Mm-hmm. And those teams would be teams. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Sixers. They beat the, the Timberwolves. And in that Sixers game, three of the Sixers had double digits. The Knicks had seven, maybe eight guys in the double uh, digits. Matt, that so, was a glorious two and a half hours. It was awesome. But the facts are this. The Knicks are, <laughs> the, yeah, but think about it. The Knicks are 19-0, and 19-0 and against sub-500 teams. And I respect it because you handle the business. But they're eight and seventeen against teams above five hundred. Right, but they're a different team. Be, no, no, I, I since know. Anunoby. So, I know. and I also don't like they can only beat who they play. Now, if there was a clear pattern of them losing to the better teams, I would agree that is not the case here. I mean, they stomped Philadelphia in their building, and they beat the T Wolves with you know T Wolves best record in the West at that time. I think yep. when Anunoby's first game at the Garden. Time. Yep, uh, and, and you can't lose to the Magic though. I know it's a one off there. That kind of. That kind of takes away a little bit from the Sixers' win. Trust but it's me, not it was like fun. the Magic are good. They're they're okay. It's not like they're a top team and the Knicks struggle to get over the hump against the top team. Probably a playoff. They, team, they also though. beat Milwaukee this year. I know, but they uh, lost the first. Well, they won on Christmas Day. It. They lost the first three to Milwaukee. But oh, again, but that still, was with RJ. Still, I, yeah, I well, I'm you. just saying, like if you're referencing the the yeah. games, or the I'll just give you stats. John and Staten Island, what's up, John? What's up, fellas? I love the show. Um, I'm a big Randall supporter. Um, I definitely believe that he could be a number two. And we can win with him as a number two, and here's why. The last two times, and remember, Randall is still a young player. He's relatively young. He's entering the start of his prime. No, I, I disagree. So made, I don't agree with but, that, John. He's okay, going to be 30 me, next me, season. The NBA prime is younger than baseball. Well, the NBA prime is 26-27. He's in his prime. No, right? he, 26, he's 27. Gonna, all right. Okay, go ahead. I mean, all right. So, all right, so, so let, me, let, me, let me get my plan. Go ahead, John. <laughs> so, I think... The first time they made it to the playoffs, that team really overachieved. You got to remember, you had you had you had puppies with RJ quickly. You still have puppies on the team, yep. and, and they were relying on a lot of outside shooting from like Reggie Bullock and like players like that. Which you right? So I really they really overachieved if you think about it. But yes. then when you think about last year, I agree. last year 
Last year, you got to remember, Randall was hurt. Randall was hurt, and he played through that. He tried to play through that. He didn't play his best, but he was hurt, so we can't make excuses for him, but he was still hurt. Mm -hmm. And he's still trying to learn how to play, you know, with him being the primary player getting double-teamed. Now, Brunson is the better player on the team, no doubt. But remember, Randall is the only player that gets double-teamed consistently, and when you get double-teamed like that from different directions in the playoffs because teams scheme you up, you have to know where the next pass has to go. And the only way you learn that is through experience and playing through it. So yeah. I believe this year he's taking those steps. He's thrown and passing the ball out of those double teams this year. Last night he was bad with the spinner roomies and all of that nonsense. <laughs> and turning it but for the most part, for most of the season, he's been picking his spots with the passing out of those double teams. I think he's going to be better this year. Uh, that's why he's an all-star. And that's why I love him. Uh, but it's just a, a, a deeper level of analysis here today. Julius Randle, again, yeah, he, I'm not saying he's, he's exiting his prime. He's certainly in the middle of his prime. He's not just entering his prime. Julius Randle entered the NBA in 2014-2015. Now, he got hurt opening night, if you remember, hurt his leg. And then he came back. Lakers, obviously, you know. And he's been around a long time. It's 2024. He was drafted in 2014. And basketball is a sport, unlike baseball, there's a lot of pitchers, Who's you know Mike Scott, a great example, was an absolute you know batting practice machine with the Mets in the I guess late seventies, right. early eighties, and then he started scuffing the baseball and he became yeah. unhittable. Yeah, he started scuffing the ball. He did, but he also yeah. learned the split finger from Roger mm. Craig. And I, but he definitely scuffed it. I'm with you. Yeah, Houston was even cheating yeah. back then. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. <laughs> uh, but there, I believe in evolution, pitching, and yeah, but but basketball. The but, but look at Boncaro from from Duke, right, with the Magic. He's like, was he nineteen? Hey, these guys get drafted. R.J. Barrett, at the age of 19, was playing 33, 34 minutes a night. So when you're 30 in the NBA, you are who you are. That's my absolute opinion. You are who you are. Well, but Randall has gotten better over the course of the last couple of seasons. Well, he's taking so, more shots as yeah, well. He's uh, gotten more ownership of the offense. Look, he's gotten, you know. Bottom line is he's going to have to do it. Yeah, that's like, it. Th- this is not, you know, I'm saying he will. You're saying you don't believe he can. Or he won't do I'm it. I'm saying, unfortunately, I do not believe that he will. Yeah, and I think he will, which will take the Knicks to another level. Now, he's got to do it. Like, I know. At some point, we're going to find out there is no, oh, well, whatever. No, this is the year. The pieces are around him. Randall, for the Knicks to get to the next level, has to be their second-best player, has to do what he's done in the regular season, in the postseason. If he doesn't, then they have no chance. And they could win around potentially, but really they need Brunson to play at a top level. They need Randall to be what he's been in the regular season, which has been an all-star, likely three of the last four years, minimal two of the last three years. And they need the other guys now to contribute. Like, like you do, it's always a team effort, but I believe – on this team, with the way things are right now, that with Randall as their second-best player, they could win a championship. Do you think the Knicks have a championship-level head coach? I know we got a break real yes, quick. Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. I'm more yes than no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a th- But it's not an absolute yes. It's, it's uh, yeah, I think so. And that's how I feel about their number two player. And not in terms of how I like you, know, how I view him. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan, but in the context of what we're hitting today, is he a number two, legit, can you win a championship with him? My gut says no. So if you have a coach who is either barely championship level, and it's not, he's 62 as well. He's been around a while. He hasn't won anything yet. But we respect tips. But you're not sure if he's that kind of coach, and he's not sure about you number two. 
Those are two questions that terrify me. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, continue with your calls. We'll get to the Baseball Hall of Fame stuff in a little bit. Also have 3RQ coming up at 1140. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But your call's on the other side. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan before we get back to the calls here. And we'll have 3RQ coming up in about 15 minutes or so, our Wednesday tradition. I love it. Real quick, BT, before we get back to the Randall calls here, I just saw a tweet from Andy Martino a little while ago. It pertains to both the Mets and the Yankees. You guys get a DH yet? No. no. Uh, and by the way, are the Yankees doing anything else, or is that it? This no, we're big, pretty good for now. We're uh, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this big, great offseason. They, they haven't done anything. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously they trade for Soto, as you said, but still, you're saying they're going to add pitching. They haven't done it. Anyway, this pertains to both of that. So Martino tweeting, bullpen market starting to further clarify here. Matt Moore just signed. Uh, where did Moore sign, Hoff? Angels? Angels, yeah. Okay, and what about Robert Stevenson? He signed a while ago, but where did he? Didn't he sign with the Angels, he too? He signed with the Angels, too. Yeah, they okay. just, like, bulking up. And then there. Chapman with the Pirates. They got nine to eleven million, I guess, per year. Which Martino says a, a slight tier below that financially are the likes of Adam Ottavino, Wandy Peralta, two guys who obviously we're familiar with. What about Hector Neris? That's he, the guy he, that. I, yeah, he didn't mention him, but he's probably the guy fit, that I want. He fits in there as well. Andy said price wise, yep. that seems to be more of a fit for both the Mets and the Yankees. Just using the names Ottavino and Peralta as examples, both teams are looking to or talking to many relievers. 
But basically at that price point, maybe Neris, Adovino, Peralta, I don't want and many others. I honestly don't. I want I want Peralta. I don't want him to leave. And if he does, I want Neris, even though lefty-righty, obviously. Yeah, but think I, about I what we're Adovino. talking about here. The, the, Adovino the, with that little frisbee Met, slider floating up there. You just see that thing hanging. The Mets. You know, oh, he's been good against righties, against yeah, lefties. Yeah, the, Mets and Yan- the Mets and Yankees nickel and diming here with relievers? Like... I, well, I'm just confused. Do you want now? I wouldn't even go that way anyway because I don't believe in the like. Naris had a great year last year. I would think that oh, he's not going to live up to that. Same thing with Aaron Loop when he had a career year with the Mets. And everybody's like, oh, you can't let him leave. Can't let him leave. Yep. And you let him leave, and he's never. He's not the same guy. So relievers are so fickle. I wouldn't invest a lot in it. But they're making it a part. They're talking about it being priority. Well, then go get the best guy. Yeah, that's a good point. But I also think it's reflective of the current state of the market. I mean, Blake Snell, Yankees had that offer. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it wasn't very appealing. That's collecting dust. Nobody's topped it yet. Um, you know, there's some other players out there, a couple of DHs we've talked about for the New York Mets. Like, the relief pitching's the last thing that's, yeah, it's like Christmas morning, you get to, like, the candy cane in the Christmas stocking. Like, yeah, I want the Jordans. I want the, yeah, I want the right. new glove. I want the bat. I want the bike. I want the Atari back in the day. Yeah, it's a candy it, cane. It bothers me. You get me. around to it, the though. Ma- the Mets, so the, so the Pirates and Angels are spending more on relievers than the Mets and Yankees? I mean, come on, man. Oh, man. You better, yeah. The Yankees are in there, too. Listen, dude, I, I mean, I know we have our little fun again. I love what the Yankees have done. I, Every time this comes up, it's my right, response. But how can you say that when you said that they were going to do this grand offseason and they didn't do it? And every time this comes up, you ask me the same exact question, right. and I give you the same exact answer. It has not changed you, in months, No, dude. but you said you think more is coming. To, well, no, 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 yeah, well, that, that part's true, and I and, got you. And I, I've amended January that. January 24th. I've, I've amended that a little bit. Yeah, right. I've amended that. <laughs> right. A little, a little bit. Like, at least I've given up. I admit the Mets no. aren't doing squat. <laughs> I, I mean. Finally, concession. Yeah. Thank God. Dude, they're going to spend roughly $10 million more. Great. Uh, Hector Neris yeah, or yeah. Adam Adovino yeah. back. What does that do for uh, you? It's going to be tough if you don't have a lot of leads to protect, which is what worries me about the Mets. But. The point being, every time we do this, what do I tell you? Hey, listen, we're fine. You got Soto and Judge back to back, yeah, in succession, right? They're going to get another pitcher, and you know it, starter. I don't know that they're making a trade. Oh yeah, because you know what? They if will I'm go gonna, for it. If I were going to trust anything, it would be for Brian Cashman <laughs> to trade for another pitcher. No, but you have yeah, to. How trust. have those gone over the last fifteen years? Oh, Cashman making trades for pitchers. Well, Maltas yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. No, horrendous. Sunny Gray didn't work out. Awful. I- I'm with you on that. But the-, the difference this year, and this is the good part. I and mean, we'll get back to these mm. Nichols. The good part is this, Sal, is that for the first time we don't have to rely on Cashman making a move for a pitcher because Cashman thinks they need to. This year is different because they must go for it with Soto. They must. So even right, if Cashman doesn't want to, he's going to have to. I agree with you as far as going for it, and that's part of my issue here. Going for it would have simply been just adding Josh Hader, calling it a day. Not true. No, the Yankees Why? both up because I, don't, I think that the better thing is they need a pitcher. They need a starter. And I thought Rodon's going to be this big. Everybody's saying Rodon's going to be the key to their season. What could go wrong? Well, of course, it doesn't mean every, it doesn't mean six eighty ERA and his yeah. four innings a game pitch or whatever it is. It was horrendous. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be right that that he's going to be you know, that he just terminally will fail here. Well, I, the I, biggest got in, lots to prove. Sure, the, the biggest impactful player that was on the market when we had this conversation was Hater. Like to me, mm-hmm. he's more impactful than Blake Snell, more impactful than Montgomery, more impactful than any of the DHs, more impactful than Cody Bellinger. Hader was a difference maker that if the Yankees went all in this year, like they're saying they're going to, just go get Josh Hader, put him in the back of the bullpen. Now you have Clay Holmes as your eighth inning bullpen, eighth inning arm. You're loaded. Like you're loaded. Even if Rodon isn't a number two, you could figure that out at the trade deadline and bring in a quality starter yep. and and go from there. But like I don't, they didn't do it. They're they're nickel and diming. Did Corbin again. Burns get traded yet? 
Uh, okay. Did Dylan Cease get traded yet? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he's have enough to did get Did Trevor Dylan Bauer Cease. sign somewhere yet? No, they're not even interested in him. Uh, now they're not. You keep saying this. Until thinking. these guys are sucked up, they're yeah. still out there, dude. That's BT, why I keep saying it. BT and Sal on the fan. Jeff is calling from New Fairfield. What's up, Jeff? Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. How you doing? How are you, Jeff? What's up, dude? I'm happy to hear you guys are finally talking about the Knicks because, man, I'm freaking – I go I go uh, crazy defending the Julius Randle haters. Well, I mean, Knicks are, Knicks are a topic today. I know. B, get on BT. He hates Randall. <laughs> That's not exactly, hate. Exactly, man. What? You're talking about Randall. He's, we should be giving this guy our, you know, his roses. He, he changed the culture of New York sports for the Knicks. I think it's flowers, I mean, but no, I got you. Um, I mean, listen. For the first time since when? Uh, Ewing. I wasn't even alive. Well, that Carmelo with the 54 wins, but whatever. The point Carmelo, is, the century's been very lean. I, they didn't actually have a chance at winning. We didn't have well, they lost in the Eastern that. Conference. Nobody well, that's not true. No, that's not. Hold on. That's not true. They lost in game six to the Pacers, and when Carmelo was rubbed at the rim by Hibbert, that changed everything. So they were two games away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'm not even a Carmelo fan, certainly not a Carmelo apologist. The bottom line is this, Jeff. I love Randall, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't instill fear in me. I worry when it's late. And I'm going to challenge you, Jeff, because I, I, you could ask me anything. I promise you, I never checked out of the Knicks. When most people, even a lot of people right. in this business that get paid to watch sports, stopped watching the Knicks, I never stopped. So yeah. I'm going to say something, and, and if you're honest, if you're honest, you must agree with this. When Randall gets the ball late and the clock is ticking down and he's jab-stepping and he's looking around, do not tell me that you're not terrified. Are you basing this off of this year? I'm basing this on since the moment he got here. Okay. Well, I would say we were, you know, we were when we were battling the playoffs. He had Quentin Grimes as his number two man. When is you know is that really somebody to pass it off to when you're getting double and you're missing? No, Jeff. I I got here. Come the excuses. I got you, man. But to me, knowing how to play is different than providing the context for an inferior roster. They are two very different conversations. I've already said, I've deleted the Hawks series from my memory bank. Right. He had C-listers around them. Unfair. And not only did he not have anything around them, that Hawks team was superior. I mean, they were now, just the Knicks, a better team. The Knicks owned them in the regular season, which was part of my extreme surprise and disappointment after the postseason. But as you said before, it was a totally different sport being played postseason from regular season, especially sure. that year with the pandemic and all that stuff. But you have to throw it out because it's a totally different team. And I have, I promise. Right. I, I don't reference that so anymore. So then we can go back to last year, and I'm going to say that I think it was more the ankle that helped uh, that prevented Randall from being a star player. See, but to be and fair, this has got to be the year. Yeah, I mean, to be uh, yes, I mean that that bottom line assessment. Is, this has to be the year. I'm with you on that. But I'm not even just reacting to the Cavaliers series, which they won a year ago. The Heat series, which they didn't. I'm reacting to every game that Julius Randle has played as a Nick that I have watched, which is basically 8, 16, 24, 240-something games, okay, that I've watched him play. And close games, good teams, he has that gene of instability. I don't know how people don't see this. Yeah, well, I mean, he has had that, yes. But I think it's going to change with oh, him. I hope you're right. Dude. He has been. Oh, be no, so I know. I get it. Oh, and look, so they're going to need so. him to be. They're going to need him to change if they want to get to a finals or win a championship. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back. More of your calls. Also hit you with 3RQ on the other side. Yeah, I was thinking, too. Can you imagine either the Knicks in the finals, which would be amazing for us, everybody. But then I was thinking yesterday because of the Alonzo conversation and the, the Yankee Met talk that just you know popped up. 
Can you imagine if the Yanks and the Mets play each other in the World Series? Wow. Our show? Nah. Ever? I mean, I no, mean that would be, when, when we might not it, survive that. Can to be you imagine? With you. Think about how we get like we can't even let the other guy make a simple transitional statement before the other guy's you know fangs are out and right. you know fists are clenched, uh, clenched no, and ready to. I'm telling could you. Could you imagine Yanks Mets World Series I, with us? I'd probably oh, quit. God. I wouldn't be able to handle, especially if the Mets lost. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Imagine if we did like a loser leave town match. Yeah, you know, if the Mets lose, Sal's got to retire. If the Yankees won, oh, I got to retire. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that, you're, not, you're joking, but let's that might, go Mets. That might be the case. <laughs> Salvi says he get this loud about that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I can't think of Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. A good question. Three random questions. Let's find out. With Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata. One, two, three. On the fan. Three RQ before we get back to the next calls here, BT. First one for you. All right. 30-year anniversary of Green Day's famous album, Dookie. I'm not sure if you're a fan of Green Day. Not a or fan. At all. Nah, I mean, I know a few of their songs, just not a... At all? You don't nah. even have a favorite song? Um, I do like the, the Lithium Channel on Sirius XM. Right. That's one of my favorites. And when they pop on, there's like maybe one or two, like, what is it? They say, when I come, when I come yeah, around. I know right. their music. It's just... That okay. One, that one is my personal favorite. They, they have that one September end. Do we have when I come around there, Hoff? When I come around. No, and now, uh, Hoff, do we have it? Or no? Who sings I'm a Loser, Baby? Oh, uh, that's Beck. That's Beck, right? Yeah. Yeah. And with Green Day, you know, they have many, obviously, many hits and many albums. This, this. Yeah. yeah. I know the song. I know more. Yeah, this one. But this is my favorite Green Day song of all time. 
And I wasn't even a big alternative guy. Hop, are you a Green Day fan of all? Huge. What's your Huge. favorite Green Day song? Oh, my favorite, Hitching a Ride. Do we have that one? Or you didn't have that I one? Get, no, I don't have that I'm one. i take another 20 seconds. No, all right. There's a delay from YouTube. Oh, so. <laughs> All right. Hop, do we have it? Hop. All right. So I didn't hey, know you guys. Green, like I probably put, if I had to rank my favorite bands oh, from that era, would okay. be like Nirvana. Okay. Meaning early 90s? Give it like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. When I started okay. getting into alternative music. Got it. Um, Is there a question here somewhere along the line? Oh, that was it. Green Day's favorite. Do I like Green? I do yeah. not like them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just because you doesn't like, you don't like them doesn't mean that they're not relevant. <laughs> yeah, what song I is this here? popular, dude. Oh, this is your favorite this Green is Day song? Ride. Yeah. Okay. 30th, dude, 30th anniversary. That's crazy. Like it makes 19, you feel old. 1994. Yep. Knicks, Rangers, yep. Strike, it, baseball. Right. Like, for me, it was, you know, just going into high school that yep. particular summer. Yep, yep. It was a big deal. Right, I now. mean, it was a huge deal. But you also had West Coast rap coming out. Like, you had Doggy Style. I was more into that. that. You know, I love that yeah. stuff too. You know, the Chronic. Yeah, I was a, Gotta two, get two yourself pop. the Chronic. Yeah, Doggy Style, you got exactly. To fight up. I, but I would say Nirvana and probably Green Day back then. Anyway, maybe a little Pearl Jam. You throw a little them in. STP. Soundgarden. I, yeah, got, okay. I love Soundgarden. Yeah, I uh, got you. All right, number two. Uh, what's easier, do you think, to buy a new wardrobe or to get in shape? Well, it depends on your fi- financial state. I mean, getting in shape is largely free, although some people do mm. some things where they pay. Diets and whatever. Right, right. Um, NJ Diet. And Jay does one of them. It's yeah. amazing. Hydroxy cut, sure. Yeah, one of those things. Uh, <laughs> is it easier to buy a new wardrobe or get in shape? Yeah, because I'm I'm going through this dilemma uh, myself, right? Uh, now. I would what I would do is Boomer maybe too, you know what I'm saying? Like should he <laughs> well, just buy a hope. new suit no, or no, does he, you know, try to hit well, the treadmill a little bit I more? Mean, you know listen, what I'm saying? I think Boomer looks great for his no, no, right. I wouldn't make him seem old, but for his age, he's he's a he's a big strong guy. Oh, come he's just on, down you know, not kissing ass, but the, the jacket lost, dude. I said it a million times. I'm not trying to and the button the button tapped out. The button said, Help me, I'm dying here. So I mean the button was screaming to Nate. Hey, Nate, you sit next to Boomer. Loosen me up, please. Like I was thinking about it. Why not just go? Like it's, that's the weak wuss, right? Way Which out. I never and did. And that's not you. No, I never did. Get I'm in like, shape I gotta again. get back in shape. I don't think you look bad, but you wear a lot of hoodies. I'm sure you're a little thicker than well, you want to be. Yeah, but I'm more, I got talk, I'm more talking about for TV purposes. For I don't mean jackets and stuff. Yeah, when you got to wear that stuff, it's like God. I feel so uncomfortable, and I'm not the weight I need to be. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm forcing the issue here and waiting until I could get back in shape. Uh huh. Or I could just go buy a new suit no, or two. That's don't do that. You're right, that's that going to be loose on you. Now, the other thing you have to do, and I told you this yesterday, because I watch baseball night in New mm-hmm. York, and I'm certainly not staring at your belly, but yeah. we've talked about this on the air yeah, and yeah. become a little self-conscious with it. Wear a dark shirt. I don't have any dark well, shirts. That, that's like, what you should I, invest in. I don't like in. the dark shirts. Why, why is but, it? Like, you get a nice black or a blue button yeah. down because it hides the, blue, it hides the flab. Oh, does it? Yes. Why you, what do you mean? You can't see my... You don't even... I'm Think sitting about down. How, so what, what looks... When, when you go to paint a room... And I got a jacket on. Yeah, you want dark colors? Do you want it? dark? No. Or do you want white? White or, or, or beige white or White because tan. it lightens up the room? It, it broadens it, even though the dimensions of the room clearly don't change, but it's an optical illusion to an extent. It opens it up. It widens the parameter of the room. If it's a dark, it feels like a little hole. Yeah. So just, I don't yeah, know. It, yeah. hides the, it hides the... <laughs> It makes you look slender. Just, a little more just slender. go back to going to the gym. So I yeah. have to stop hearing about no, this. No, I am. Please. I'm back to the gym. All right. Just get Steve and Howard Beach. Go ahead. Final no, one. Number three. This is a good one for you. Yep. Celebrity childhood crush. There's a lot. Yeah, if you had to pick, give me a top uh, two. Nicole I can't Lager. even see. First one, Nicole Lager by a million Have we miles. done this one oh, before? Oh, my God, Nicole oh, Lager. Not God. really, mm. but yes. Did we do this? I don't mind doing ways. this again. 
Because it came up the other day on Baseball Night New York, list, and I'm like, man. yeah, how do I do it again? And then Hoff texting us oh, last night a picture but, of Tiffany oh, Amber Thiessen. Laid in bed seductively. She's 50. She looks great. She's phenomenal. But I, listen, I liked her. I didn't. Lo- I was not enamored with her. She was a little bit, though, <laughs> maybe after you. Yeah, like but- some of my buddies in college actually had Saved by the Bell on, like on a Saturday. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? So I think we shouldn't be watching. This is young. What are we right. doing? I'm going Kelly out. Kelly Kapowski? Come yeah, on. You Number know, one. No, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. No question, Nicole. Alyssa Milano actually first with Who's the Boss. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. But then Nicole Eggert, and then it wasn't even close. It's always Nicole Eggert. And then it just morphed right into Jennifer Aniston. And there's others, but for the sake of, you know. Jennifer Aniston's more things, like, yeah. that's more like a current celebrity crush. Oh, no? still, she looks good. That's what I'm I saw a picture of the other day. She was great. She's phenomenal. But, so, yeah. but um, so like childhood, your first one, Alyssa Milano. But Nicole Eggert by a mile. How about you? I would go Tiffany Amber Thiessen has to be on there. Okay. And then I remember like, I remember Candace. I like Chrissy from Three's Company too. Yeah, I did. I can understand that yeah. a little bit. Before, you know, she was, and Jan, you know, and not Janet. Uh, what was the other one? The the, the airline. Uh, um, Janice? No, not Janice. Not the dark hair. The other blonde who came in took took, took Chrissy's place. Oh, I didn't see that far. Yeah, she, I know she who you're like, talking about. Blonde, I, I, legs, I, blonde I, hair. I stopped yeah. watching I, by that point. I didn't because of her. Candace Cameron was one for sure uh, in um, on Full yeah. House. I, you know, she was adorable. Yeah, and then, I hear you. Yeah, and then, then Tatiana Ali, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, that's Loved a good call. Her. That is a good call. By Great the show. Way, by the way, good uh, a show that had a lot of solid talent. Um, step by step, I can't remember any of the girls' names, but mm-hmm. a step lot by of step with. Uh, I remember the with theme Suzanne's, song. Yes, yeah, Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne Summers was the mom. Yes, and then I forgot who the fa- the father. It was just a good. Yeah, he like had the two- curly hair. Right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. He was on Dallas or like oh, Falcon yeah, Crest yeah, or one yeah, of those shows yeah. for those, those uh, popular guys. Lightly guy. soap operas. Uh, Duffy. Name, Duffy, but... I think, was his last name. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. There, there you go. go. Yes. Oh, look at this guy. Da- I do was remember he from that Dallas? Show. I do remember that. He was, was in one, one of those Dallas. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, one of those. Ba- listen, 80s baseball cards and 80s sitcoms. <laughs> I'm the guy. I don't know much else. Tomorrow at this time, speaking of which, tomorrow at this time, game time without Boomer Assizing. Game three of our baseball card world series. I got to get on the board. So far. I'm we down 0-2. Just, uh... Still have not decided what year we're going to go with, but I will get on the board and try to even that series up next week. I got to get the win. And we're playing for a pair of oh, Nike we're dunks. Playing for something. If That's Sal right. wins, I got to get them orange and blue Met Nike yeah. dunks. And if uh, if I win, when I win. I'll get the uh, blue and gray you, Nike Yankee dunks. You guys got to stop with the, these bets. Yeah, Why? Start, I usually win. This you have is to start, well, You have to start paying them off. Then right, like when are we going to rolling roaster? When are you going to rolling roaster? I'm trying to avoid that. Man. That's going to be, oh. be a bus boy for the day. <laughs> it's got I mean, to happen. I know, I know. You know, Hoff, I, it all can get back to these calls. But Hoff, you've got to coordinate that. Honestly, as the producer, you reach out. I, I've got, I'm going to do it. Right. It's on Evans Avenue in Brooklyn, rolling roaster. Reach out to them. Now, they won't remember maybe, me because this is a million years ago. Different manager, different ownership. Tell them what we want to do. Well, you'd hope. I mean, okay. you'd think and hope that it was a different manager. You yeah, never know. Maybe. A place <laughs> of gold mine. I wouldn't spot. sell it. Yeah, no. Uh, also, i got to pay out off the, the judge bet with the stupid sign. Oh, don't worry. Uh, you know, we're, should I tell you now where we're actually going to pay that off? Where? Opening day at Yankee oh, Stadium. Oh, come on. I'm going to hang it right over your head inside Yankee Stadium. Now that wasn't the deal. I had to, we had to go outside the box. You know what? That's yeah. true. That wasn't the deal. You got to walk around. Uh, if I, if I you want to, I'll do it. That's nah, fine. I'm not going to do that to you. At that point, I'm a taking the L anyway on that day. A bet's a if, bet, we, if we have to go to Yankee Stadium on opening day. Oh, we're going? Yeah. You mean if? We're def- we always go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely right, beat, going. BT and Sal, the fails. Get back to your calls. Edwin is calling from Tribeca. What's up, Edwin? BT, I'm with you. I believe in King Leon Rose, BT. We're going to be fine. We're going to trade 
for Zion Williams. We're going to wait want in Zion the offseason. We're going to wait in the offseason for Donovan Mitchell. That is the next Carmelo Anthony. Wait for it. Oh I don't God. want Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. Would you be any more clueless, Edwin? Edwin, jeez. Give me a second. Okay. Now, what I'm saying is, I believe in Leon Rose. If he wants something, he'll wait a year, sit it out, he'll get it. We shipped R.J. Barrett out. Possibly there leaves room for others. But we tell Randall, eventually you're going to have to move to the bench or we'll leave you in Dallas yeah, or okay. we'll trade you and leave you in New Orleans. Edwin, Edwin come on. Will Earth, be Earth. on the Knicks. Eventually, yeah. and we'll eventually yeah, keep we'll waiting have for that. Zion Williams. Hold your breath for that one, Edwin. This puzzle. I'm sorry? Oh, you, you keep holding your breath for Donovan Mitchell. Maybe one day he'll come to the Knicks. Sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, the extension, I wish you guys can get on bagels because he'll explain to you that he's not signing that extension. He's not. I, oh, with, with Begley, you mean? Ian Begley? Yeah, if you guys could oh, bring him yeah, on, yeah. that'll be great. No, I, I, listen, Ed would appreciate the calls. There was a lot there. You know what the best part of that call was? Nothing. There was no, nothing. no, 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 no. The hang up that I no, when I, when I pushed no. my that was second to best. the board. Okay, yeah. What? Finally, the proper usage no, no. of the King moniker. You lost me right with that. I mean, who is more fitting to wear the crown? Leon Rose or Steve? I know Leon Rose doesn't own the team, but if we're going to hand out hardware, I'll, I will place it atop Leon's head more so than uh, I think Met fans will put over Stevie Cohen's he, head right now. He does now. not deserve the King moniker. However, you can't dispute what Leon Rose has done. He's and been now, great. Maybe if he's been a little bit better in the draft, you know, Obi Toppin, yeah, was Halliburton. Yeah, could have been Halliburton. Yeah, I mean, it's... But he did draft IQ. He's yeah. made some shrewd moves. He's got nine first-round picks. I mean, yeah. yeah I, no, I Hired a good coach. Leaves him alone. They've been disciplined. Leaves the coach alone. It's an excellent No drama. Huh? And no leaks either. The funny thing, you're seeing a lot of rumors. Knicks are looking at this guy. I can promise you, there is not, and this was such a problem for years in the Garden. Trust me. Where there were always leaks. There was this person, that per, you know, Bishop and and telling and te- I mean, off the record stuff that would find its way into the newspaper immediately when newspapers were running the show. It is it is on seal. Like there is nothing that permeates the Knicks. Right? They they don't let anything get out. They are well run and they are they're a pleasure right now. Joe is calling from Parsippany, New Jersey. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. How you doing, buddy? Guys. Yeah, I don't think there's any way the Knicks win a championship with Randall, and here's why. Uh, you, you can't you can't ignore the fact with that Atlanta series because there's a pattern with him in the playoffs. He didn't show up in the Miami series either. And, Sal, you said before that Brunson didn't do enough in that series. He averaged 31 points in that series. In game six, they lost by four. He game, had was it game, carried, was it game one or game two? Uh, whichever game I was at, I forget if it was game one or game two. He uh, it was Saturday afternoon. I thought it was a Sunday because yeah, I remember that, going. Was that to, game I, one or I, I game coached two? A, I think it was game two that you went because I coached a game. I DVR'd the start. I got back and I remember you tweeting something and me seeing it. Yeah, he was. I think it was the Sunday. That and you he went. was not good enough in that particular game, and he knew it. He said it, and that cost him the series. Yeah. Game 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 six. He carried the team though. It was forty one points. Uh, uh, Randall didn't do anything in the second half. He scored fifteen points the whole game. Right. And I believe most of those points are in the first half. He just doesn't prove anything, you know, until he does it in the playoffs. And what's make what what right now is to make us think that he is. So that's why I'm saying we can't ignore that Atlanta series because then he turned around. Now whether no, you can't ignore the, the Atlanta series. You 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 have to no no no. The team Joe in the Atlanta series is it's it's you can't even bring it up. It's not even worth discussing. It's totally different. 
It's totally and different. It's a pattern of him not showing up. He looks good in the regular season, and then he doesn't show up. He looked great in that in, in that season before that Atlanta playoff series, and then he went. I back know, but to Joe, you're missing Randall the point. Like last year, he was the number one, and thank you for the call. He was the number one, the only, not even the number one. He was the only option. For the Knicks. And that's why I hate the number one, number two conversation, honestly. It's the best player, second best player, because he's not, even now, he doesn't have to be necessarily the second option depending on the time. He's their second best player. It doesn't mean on this possession, if it, Brunson's getting double teamed, you have to go force feed Randall. Exactly. No, that's what the team well, is about. matchup driven, too. Well, that's what I mean. Sometimes he'll be the first option so, based on the matchup. But I feel like when we say number one, number two, that's what we what get into. But he's their mean. second best player. Back then, he was their first uh, first. Uh, he was their best player and the only option on the team. So it was easy for Atlanta to shut him down. It's a, a totally different circumstance. Last year, you want to get on him? Fine. I think it was more so the ankle than anything else. And you can say that it's been a pattern, but I could diffuse it by saying, giving you the reasons for each year. This year, however, there is no excuse. Team is better. He's not the, the best player on the team. There is no reason why Julius Randle shouldn't do in the postseason when he's done in the regular season. I have decided to, and I said this before, to push away the Atlanta series and, and stop using it as, not that I even want to use it as right. ammunition against Randle, but just to provide reasoning for my thought today where I don't think they can win a championship with him as the defined clear number two. But even if it's all true, the context of that series, and Sal's not wrong. He had nothing around him, and Atlanta was better. There are other guys in NBA history. I know he's not Bernard King, but Bernard jumps to mind. Go look at Bernard King's stats against the Pistons. That was Isaiah Thomas, all right? It was Chuck Daly. It was Kent Benson. It was Kelly Trapuca. And Bernard King had nothing around. He had no disrespect. Louis Orr, who passed away, really good guy, by the way. Uh, Trent Tucker, Rory Sparrow, Ernie Grunfeld. They had nothing. Uh, and he averaged 44.5 points a game, per game with three broken fingers. So I get it. There's reasons why Randolph's team, uh, why, why Randolph, Randolph, yeah. why Randolph's team didn't win the series with the Hawks, but he should not have imploded Agreed. the way that he did. I, he just melted. For the record, it was game one last season, uh, Heat Knicks in the postseason there in the semis. Brunson was 11 of 23, 0 for 7 from downtown. Okay, and by the way, as bad as 11, yeah, oh, Fanta, it played poorly. 11 for 23 is a tick below 50%. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying 0 for 7 no, no, I, was I got you, but think about that. 25 points, but 0 for 7 from downtown. They cannot win. I understand, that but if that's his bad, then we're pretty good. Think about that. He, he shot. And Julius Randle did not play injury. I know. Almost 50% he shot. And we're like, man, remember when Brunson had that horrendous game? Oh, yeah, oh, horrendous for, for him. Oh, for seven That's from the down. point, though. Oh, for, well, his his performance doesn't drop the way Randall's does. 0 oh, for 7 from downtown. They lose a 7-point game at home. That yeah. cost them the series. Yeah. And I'm not blaming him, but he, himself. he wasn't himself. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.